Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Tech Hunger. It's been a long time and I have been out of town so I couldn't record an episode for you guys, but I'm finally back and free. Today we're going to talk about the gaming console scene that's around these days. Now, the major manufacturers Microsoft, Sony have already announced their next generation consoles that are going to come next year. There's also a company that doesn't usually do gaming like Sony and Microsoft. They're going to compete with Microsoft and Sony. The kind of technology that they're bringing in might wipe the gaming industry as we know it today. When I say wipe, I mean the gaming console hardware may not be important anymore. I'm going to find out more about this, so let's get into it. This is Tech Hunger and you're listening to Arjuna Brawl. Recently, Microsoft announced their new version of the Xbox. It's called Xbox Project Scarlet. Now, they're going to name it something else when it actually launches, but right now the project is called Project Scarlet. The Xbox One X that's in the market right now was called Project Scorpion at the time. So anyway, Project Scarlet is built around powerful new hardware from AMD and um, it'll include their Navi graphics architecture and a Zen 2 CPU, which is really powerful for a gaming console. This time they want to make a huge leap. So they want to make the Xbox Project Scarlet so good it'll have really low load times or it may not have load times at all. We'll see how that goes. They claim that the Xbox will be able to give 120 frames per second 8K gaming and it'll also have ray tracing. The Xbox Project Scarlet launch date will be the holiday of 2020. So that's all we know about it right now. Now when they were announcing this they also announced something called Project Xcloud. Now this is a streaming platform that originally made its debut in March. So the Xbox head Phil Spencer said that the service would enable you to transform an Xbox console into an Xcloud server. Basically they want you to stream games instead of having games on your hardware or playing them on your hardware itself. Now uh, this is basically a Netflix for gaming. Uh, in other news Keanu Reeves showed up while this announcement was going on and he announced that he will be in the new game Cyberpunk 2077. I am so excited to see how that game turns out. He walked up onto stage and everybody went wild. They went crazy. They were so excited about what he's going to announce and everything. And this game is going to come on April 16th, 2020. He said that he's going to be in the game and if you see screenshots, it looks pretty good. There's also a gameplay video on YouTube that they've uploaded which is pretty interesting. While you're talking about the game and everything, one fan in the audience just shouts saying, "You're breathtaking." And the actor got set aback for a second and he said, "No, you're breathtaking. We are all breathtaking." And uh, later on, the um, the person was like really excited. The guy who actually said you're breathtaking uh tweeted saying, "Oh, Keanu Reeves called me breathtaking too." And uh, Cyberpunk tweeted back to him saying, "Check your DM. We we've given you a free copy of the game." And that's it for the new Xbox. That's all the details we have right now. On the other hand, Sony is going to release their PS5. I'm assuming they're going to call it that. But let's see. For this iteration, Sony is putting emphasis on 3D audio for the PlayStation 5. Now, their main thing is that um gaming needs good audio for a more immersive experience. They'll also have the new AMD chip which apparently includes a custom unit just for that. And they want to bring this good audio experience both on the TV speakers as well as headphones. The other big change that's coming to the PlayStation 5 is that they're not going to have a hard drive anymore. Well, 
they have to have a hard drive for the games on it. So not a mechanical hard drive, but they'll have an SSD. Now SSDs increase performance many fold. Now they showed a demo of the PS4 playing the game Spider-Man and they showed the load screen. It took around 15 seconds to load. Now they did the same on the PS5 with the SSD and the PS5 that they used was like an early developer version or whatever that they're uh, testing around right now and it took 0.8 seconds to load the same. Obviously that um, playing the same PS4 game on the PS5 it will be backwards compatible. So that's all the news we have for the PS5. I know it's not much but whatever we have is really exciting to see what's going to come up in the future next year. Now, recently, Sony has made some deal with Microsoft to use their uh, server farms. And they're doing this to improve their PS Now cloud streaming services. Basically, the PS Now cloud streaming service does the same as um, the X Cloud that I spoke about for Microsoft, uh, where you basically stream the game onto your device rather than having the hardware with you. So this can enable lots of stuff you can play on your laptop. You don't need to have really good hardware on your laptop or you don't need to have a gaming console. The concept is that you can stream the games and play them on your phone or TV or laptop or wherever you want to. Just connect a controller and you can play. Now, this concept is upcoming and uh, lots of other companies have tried this in the past, but we don't know how it's going to turn out because the companies in the past could not crack the uh, smoothness or the lag. They, they couldn't fix the lag and stuff like that. So it never actually caught on. But since Sony and Microsoft are also trying their hand at this, it might work out much better. Now, on the Xbox, you can connect your laptop and play on your laptop while using your Xbox hardware. That's similar, but here it uses your router. It uses your LAN or your local area network rather than using your internet. So, the technology is kind of similar, I'm assuming, but let's see how it turns out. Now, for the new competitor that the Xbox and PS5 have to look out for is Stadia. Yes. Do you want to guess who's releasing Stadia and what it is? Well, if you haven't guessed already, it's Google. Google wants to enter the gaming market and they want to enter with a bang. Now their idea is not all this hardware, but they want to compete with the PS5 and Xbox by having cloud streaming gaming. So it's similar to xCloud and the PS5's PS Now cloud streaming services. Now Stadia wants to enable amazing quality gameplay with almost no lag and really good quality gaming without the need for hardware. It's going to launch in November 2019. Google Stadia will have at least 31 games at launch. The hardware starter kit is around $130, which is really, really less if you compare it to the PS4 and the Xbox One right now. They cost around $399 to $499. Now, there's a separate free tier coming in 2020, but right now you get the hardware starter kit with three months of premium service, then you pay $10 every month. You can pre-order the Founders Edition of Google Stadia, and it's now open. Google says that you can expect to buy and not actually rent the games for the same retail prices that you'd actually pay for the PlayStation or the Xbox. Now in the beginning, it has a list of games. The popular ones are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Borderlands 3, Doom, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Now these are really popular games and require really good hardware to play at 4K at least. And uh, what Google Stadia wants to do is eliminate the need for such expensive hardware and just pay for the stream 
streaming services instead. The Google Stadia has a really nice controller that you can buy in different colors. But if you're comfortable using the keyboard or the mouse, you can just use both of them instead. Now, Google says that you require a minimum of 10 Mbps, that's their recommended internet speed, to stream these games. You'll get around 720p and 60 frames per second with stereo audio. 20 Mbps, you'll get 1080p, HDR video, 60 frames per second and 5.1 surround sound. If you have a 35 Mbps connection or more, you can get 4K gaming, HDR video, 60 frames per second and 5.1 surround sound. Now, for the US, the Founders Edition costs around $129, the Stadia Pro, which is a monthly cost, is $10 a month, and the Stadia Controller is $70. Now what Google says that, so technically you could even play on your phone without requiring the, the crazy hardware that games usually require. You can just connect your Xbox controller to your iPhone or Android and play. But in the beginning, I think Google is limiting this gaming to the Google Pixel series and you won't be able to play on iOS or other Android phones that you have. I'm sure in the future they'll enable it, but for the beginning, they want to keep this an only Pixel exclusive. So Google has been testing out Stadia for a long time now and in the beginning, you could just go onto Chrome and just go to stadia.com or whatever website they had and the game Assassin's Creed Odyssey would just start playing. They didn't let you choose the highest quality, but whatever quality they let you choose was playing pretty well if you see the gameplay videos. That's This is one of the reasons that Sony probably made a deal with Microsoft to compete with Google, and it's something new for Google to enter into this market. Their whole idea for the gaming console or gaming in particular is quite different from what Sony and Microsoft have been doing since years now. If Google succeeds and, there is, and the performance of these games are really nice, I think Microsoft and Sony will need to pull up their socks. Now, Microsoft and Sony say that cloud gaming is not the future entirely. For people who love their hardware and who want to run all games offline, will still continue to buy these consoles. I don't know what's going to happen in the future and what side this tilts, but I'm really excited to see how the Google Stadia works out. Sony and Microsoft are ready with their great hardware for next year, and they also have their cloud services side by side that they have, which I'm pretty sure they're going to use to compete with Google. Let's see how that works out for the future. and. I can't wait for Google Stadia to release. Thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please review, rate, and subscribe. Follow me on my Instagram handle, which is tech underscore hunger. If you have any feedback, just DM me and I'll get back to you.